Welcome back, stoners, to another episode of I'm Too Effing High. I'm your host, James Mastriani, and I am very, very high right now. Um, but I feel, I, I feel great. I feel so good. Smoked some XJ13, really good sativa. Everybody, That's what everybody smoked. We smoked a joint. Um, it was a cone joint. It started to boat. That was disappointing. Um, but still got me high. Still feeling good. With me, as always, is my co-host, DJ Blue Dream. Smoke weed every day. Oh, that soft one. Yeah. <laughs> that's very my soft. levels are down a little bit. That might be why. Oh, no. Your levels are down. What's wrong, DJ Blue Dream? <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes a DJ's levels go down? For uh, listeners new to the podcast, James always condescendingly talks to me like a two-year-old <laughs> child <laughs> throughout the podcast. Yeah. Oh, you playing a little shouty flat boy? <laughs> uh, how you feeling, DJ Blue Dream? Oh, good, man. That was a good-ass joint. Yeah. Sativa. We got it from GVC in North Hollywood. That's right. Sponsor the show. They're they're great. They're Green the- Valley Collective. They have really great uh, product, really great deals, really great human beings that work yeah. there. They're very knowledgeable. It also looks like the Apple Store of weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like a really nice. It's like a real. It's not a seedy, you know. And I mean, sometimes you want a seedy weed store, right? Sometimes you're just in the mood for like. I want I want like cages. <laughs> I want multiple levels of cages yeah, and like to go through, yeah. yeah, bigger and bigger body or security guards as you mm-hmm. go through each mm-hmm. level. Um, you want a Prince of Persia <clears throat> video game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Run those walls. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's over. right. Reverse. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We um, do new episodes. Oh, what is this show? Here's what this show is. <laughs> Uh, this is the show where we get comedians high on marijuana and challenge them uh, with comedic setups and challenges to see if marijuana makes comedians funnier. Oh man, um, <laughs> that's the uh, <laughs> so scientific. Uh, that's test. the Edgar just found out what this show was. Uh, Edgar's a guy that just walked into our weed circle and now he's on the panel. <laughs> Uh, you guys smoking weed? <laughs> I have some weed. Sure, I'll be on your show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm super excited about this show. Me the too. show, this episode is going to be guess. so fun, so 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 yeah. fun. Um, and uh, new episode every Tuesday. Um, please subscribe, rate, review. If you like weed, if you like comedy. If you like silliness, if you like smartness, mm. if you like counterculture, <laughs> if you like mainstream shit, yeah, that's right. mm-hmm. if you like boys, mm-hmm. if you like girls, mm-hmm. if you like dogs, yeah. well, okay. if you like elephants. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The opposite's the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone. I feel it's like really cats and elephants out here. Dogs I've, and elephants. I feel like this show relates to all of those things, all of those types of people. Mm. Um, and maybe even a few more. So check us out um, because we love getting free weed and doing this show. Um, so please rate and review. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready to move forward. Yeah, let's do our let's do it. Run into our first segment, yeah, shall we? Yeah, before we introduce our guests. Yeah. Uh, this first segment is called a uh, idea. Eureka! It's a idea. Wow. <laughs> There's a band in here that did that. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, not just any band. We've got The Roots here. Oh, boy. That, I thought that was Questlove. Yeah, well, that was We bring in famous bands to do these sound effects, and then most of the time we never bring up that it's them. It's, yeah. That's This crazy. is the first time we've ever... Yeah, it's the first time anyone's asked. That's, that's we've ever got to be so them. expensive that you don't even acknowledge it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's incredibly expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, because we never use them to actually play their own songs, just like homemade sound effects. Sounding, yeah. oh, sounding. Man. It's like an extra 500. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't want the hits? That's going to be more. <laughs> yeah. But only $500 only $500 more. more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, For a group that probably gets 100 grand to walk on stage. And not play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. That's well, actually, this is th- what a perfect segue um, into this because this is actually my idea was based mm-hmm. in music. Okay. Um so I was listening to um I was listening to uh Gary Clark Jr. recently. I don't know if you guys know Gary Clark Jr. the musician or not. Mm-hmm. Um but he um uh his his music is just like I mean, I don't know any other way to describe it other than like it just makes you want to have sex. Okay. Like it's okay. very sexy yeah. rock and roll music. Okay. Um and like really great guitar riffs, but like sexy guitar riffs, mm-hmm. you know? And I was so I was listening to this song and I was thinking about like the you know, like how music and sex, I feel like the like nowadays there there's definitely a connection, but when I was trying to figure out when that started, right? Yeah. Because for for so long, music would have been the opposite of sex because it was all based in like all music was based in religion. It was all like music for praising your God or your your savior or whatever. And then it started to change. But when did people start fucking to music? <laughs> uh, yeah, That's what was the, the first song I that really... was like, "Ooh, this makes me a little yeah." Funny. When when was was it jazz? Was it before that? Would it be weird if it happened to someone while music was still religious? Like they were just like, yeah, oh. like a Gregorian chant. Oh man, so hard. I want to yeah. fuck right now. <laughs> oh, I'm going fucking to horny. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to. I think um, it was the the baseline from Seinfeld. Actually, was the first song that got people. <laughs> In the mood. Oh, the... Both of those were different. They were so different. Yeah. And they're both wrong. I don't think either one of you guys got that at all. No, that's not... All right, let me let me try again. Oh, my God. Wow. Mike. Wow. So good that was wow. amazing. Wow. Yeah. But still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Step it up, the roots. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
So yeah, that was my my idea was basically I was like, when did people start fucking to music? Okay, like, when did I, that happen? Can I add another point to uh, that? That's please kinda, do, okay. please do. What I also think is interesting is that, like you brought up, back in the day, music was only public. Like there was no private music for people oh, as well. Because oh yeah, there were no like. Music. How could there be? So yeah, no radios, yeah. nothing. Yeah. So like, so only did it happen while it was in the public. Oh as well? yeah, because yeah. probably musicians got laid so much. I mean, yeah. they still do. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think. But yeah. like, especially yeah. then, when people like, well, now that stopped. Me? Yeah, <laughs> that's done. <laughs> Not doing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Check out Gary Clark Jr. He's great. Mm. He's got. I want to listen um, to this now. Yeah, yeah man. Well, he's be, great. be careful. Oh yeah, be real careful. Yeah. Lock your doors. Yeah, you'll you'll just want to fuck anything. <laughs> um, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get to our guests here that we've been talking to already. Um, super excited to have both of these guys on. Uh, they're both comedians at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Um, my first guest here is on DiCaprio, the Herald team. You can check out on Monday nights. He's also on a really, uh, a really dope, uh, indie improv team called Arcade Currency. Um, they're a really great time. You guys played with Outside Dog before, um, at, um, UCB and it was so fun. You guys are great. Um, yeah, please welcome... Edgar Montplaisir. Excuse me while I light my spirit. Oh God, I got to take a lift. From reality, I yeah. You know what? That's, that's a good vibe for you, man. Oh, thank you. That, yeah, that's a good vibe for you. That's that that sort of feels a little bit like um like you. Yeah, I'm very slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're always, it, yeah, you always got like a coconut in hand or I do. take a sip. I am yeah. also an Islander, so yeah, yeah. yeah very, yeah. very yeah. Uh, fitting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you an Islander? Yeah, my uh, parents are from Haiti. Oh, oh cool. Oh. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been there? Nah. No. I don't fuck with zombies, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's real over there. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're laughing, but that shit's Google when you get home. Yeah. Haiti and zombies. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Um, So, uh, Edgar, I always ask everybody that I have on Mm -hmm. the same question um, is, uh, as of today, uh, what's your current relationship with marijuana? Uh, As of today, it's a... It's mostly a fun drug for me. Oh, okay. Uh, That's good. I feel like in the past it was uh, used a lot, but currently I just, I mostly just smoke for fun now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like Great. every now and then like I'll get high, but it's not, I'm not as frequent as I used to be. Smoke weed in the past more than now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, I've never heard that one before. Yeah, never used it before. Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. So specific. Wow, this is a special day. 389 variations. Wow. <laughs> Not really. Um, that's great. So what... Um, how often would you say that you that you smoke weed? Man, uh, maybe like every weekend, probably every weekend. Yeah, cool. And yeah. how high on a scale of one to ten are you right now? Uh, I'm pretty high right now, which I'm surprised by. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll like pass a, a J around like yeah. six people. We'll see. Like, but then I was like, I'm fucking high right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. We have some uh, friends of the show watching uh, today. Yeah, it's a cool vibe. Yeah, yeah, we got some people in the studio. Gonna have some fun. <laughs> um awesome. 
Awesome. Well, excited to have you here, man. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for thanks having for coming. me. Also, uh, from the Upright Citizens Brigade and also on the Herald team, DiCaprio, uh, please welcome Matt Apodaca. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. What is that awful sound? <laughs> That's my vibe. That's oh, yeah, yeah. That's the Seinfeld <laughs> theme, but really boosted up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's up, man? Not much. How's, how, how's everybody doing? Well, Good. <laughs> how's everybody doing? You, you at home, too? I'll take a time for you to respond. Great. Everybody at home, go ahead individually respond to how you are doing you right now. Number, text me how you're doing. <laughs> you really said that like an old school Catskills comedian. How's everybody doing? Good. Oh, that's Matt though. Yeah. <laughs> that's Matt. Yeah. I'm not of this time. I know. Yeah, you did come to this in a tuxedo. I did. <laughs> My hair's uh, greased down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's up, Matt? Uh, you know, it's a nice, uh, happy Sunday. It's an, yeah. It's good out there. How? Um, what's your What's your relationship to marijuana? Uh, it's It's fine. We're, we get along just fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't smoke weed all the time. I would say I'm gonna get very specific. I uh, only really started smoking weed a few years ago. I guess maybe like two years ago. Yeah. And the first time I saw it, I was afraid. Uh, <laughs> smoke maybe weed recently for the first time. <laughs> That's about right. And I guess when it's I don't like actively seek it out anymore. I guess, but like, yeah. when it's around, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm. Let's let's have a fun time. Let's. That sounds nice. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And um, how on a scale of one to ten, how high are you right now? Would uh, you say? I'd say it's uh, pretty high. Uh, pretty uh, high. Yeah, I'm pretty high, you guys. I feel. <laughs> Uh, I feel I feel high. That's the, that's the answer. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's great. You know, one thing I love is that I asked both of you for a number. Uh, neither of us gave and a number. And neither of you gave me a number. I said, I, on a scale of one to ten, and both of you went like, yeah, I'm fucking high, man. I mean, I guess. I, so I think one what, thing we've learned from smoking this XJ13 is yeah. it makes you forget numbers. Yeah. You know what? That's when, true, because yeah. I said that we smoked with six people, but there's eight of us. Oh, yeah. That's really, yeah. That's a pretty even split to this four at this table yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey man don't smoke this shit if you're an accountant <laughs> no, no. don't do it you will forget numbers um, awesome I'm so excited to have you guys this is gonna be so uh, so much fun yeah thanks for having us yeah, yeah for sure thank you so much um, let's jump into our first segment shall yeah. we and just so everyone knows I'm gonna do this live so don't be alarmed when it happens <laughs> all of a sudden thank you so don't be alarmed <laughs> I feel like it's very shocking yeah yeah you suddenly have someone aggressively doing a sound effect in your face yeah just <laughs> sitting there um, this uh, this first segment is called the hypothetical situation mm. A conversation that's making the true of the fake, then the situation is theoretical. But if you're high on a ganja vibe, then we call that shit hypothetical. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. It's a hypothetical situation. Thank you for the warning. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was very necessary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt fell back in his chair. I doubled over, my eyes rolled around. Yeah. <laughs> and it was hilarious in the tuxedo. <laughs> now I'm all dirty. Um, awesome. So um, the, the theme for the hypothetical situation, and really the theme for this whole episode, which I think is really weird and funny, uh, is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, because you guys are on uh, uh, Herald Ensemble. 
at UCB called DiCaprio. That's right. I think we have to assume it's based on Leonardo DiCaprio because what other DiCaprio is there? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah, of course. Is. Right. Yeah. Um, so the hypothetical situation is where um, I'm going to give you guys a hypothetical situation and you're going to um, act that out. Uh, could okay. be a monologue, could okay. be a scene, just depends on the situation that I give you. Okay. Uh, does that make sense? Yes. Awesome. Great. Um, cool. So let's have... Um, uh, <laughs> Let, let's have Matt. We're gonna have you go first. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so Matt, you are an acting teacher, all right, and you are here to talk specifically about your style of acting that you okay. teach, which is called the Leonardo DiCaprio method of acting. Um, and uh, you're speaking to um this is uh this is tish okay <laughs> this is the, okay, the yeah. tish school, school of, of arts. arts all right at nyu it's very prestigious very prestigious so you're speaking at a pretty prestigious place okay, okay. pretty big deal all right all right awesome cool great this is acting teacher matt apodaca everybody in your seats please please sit down stop that's too much stop 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 that's that's not why you're here you're here to learn the serious craft of acting, I'm gonna, I'm going to bless you with that gift. Uh, sit down, sit down. This is important. Now everybody stand up. <laughs> <laughs> acting is all about not knowing what's going to happen next. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's right, I didn't stutter. You heard it here first. Leonardo DiCaprio, when he acts, he does not know what's happening next. He doesn't even know what he's going to do because he's, he's lost in the character. He was Jack. He was the man from Shutter Island. He was the, uh, that guy in the dreams from Inception, okay? He was Gilbert Grape. Do you think he knew what he was doing the whole time? No. One moment to the next, he just sort of got into it. Uh, winged it, if you will, much like he did in his performance. The Aviator, where he played... Uh, the aviator. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. That bear that attacked him in The Revenant, that wasn't in the script. <laughs> that was a bear that wandered onto set, minding his own business. They were in his way. Leo showed him what's up. He gutted him. Gutted that son of a bitch. And that's why he won an Oscar, not for the acting. So if you want to be a good actor, you got to cut open that bear. <laughs> That's my time, guys. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. questions. Yeah, I'll take some questions. Yes, um, I am. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, third year directing. Um, <laughs> how? It's a two-year program. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware that I'm behind. <laughs> Thank you. It's not what my question was about. Oh, sorry. What would be a practical means to apply the DiCaprio method of acting if I were to say direct somebody in that in that method? What would be, you know, do you have any any technical uh, means of it or? Uh, well, you know, you just gotta want, you want to get your actors to where they need to be, right? So mm. you're gonna want to create those circumstances. You're gonna want to lock Leonardo DiCaprio, the Leonardo DiCaprio of your movie, mm. in a room and just leave some jars in there because he's, 
he'll pee in those jars. He's not a savage. Right. He's, he's not going to just pee <laughs> in any little corner. He's going to pee in those jars like a civilized man. He's right. going to let his fingernails grow. He's going to do all that stuff because that's the zone you want him to be in. You're going to release a bear onto the set of The Revenant and say, mm. action. <laughs> Oh, Matt Apodaca. <laughs> that was great, buddy. Thank you so much. That was oh, great. Boy. Ooh, never been more afraid of anything in my entire life. <laughs> really? I was afraid. That was fun. Oh, man. Yeah. That was, yeah. Not going to go teach so acting. Um, yeah, why not? Why not? I think you get it. I think everything you were saying there made made a lot of sense to me. I'm no fool. Yeah. Nobody, Jesus, nobody said you were. James, I'm no fool. Okay, buddy. Okay. I said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, Edgar was really mean to me in our lift. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so, um, Edgar, your, um, your hypothetical situation okay. is um, you are here on behalf of Leonardo DiCaprio mm. uh, at the UN. Oh, and God. you're here to talk about fighting climate change mm-hmm. and how you believe that the first step to doing that is getting everybody in the world to watch Blood Diamond. <laughs> and this is at a speech at the United Nations. So it's, I mean, super important. That's a really, really important place. All right? Make sense? I'm going cool. to do my best. Awesome. <laughs> this is here at the United Nations, Edgar Montplaisir. Thank you, uh, thank you if we could all gather. And uh, it, is, uh, it is no mystery that our universe is quickly disappearing. <laughs> that life as we understand it is changing. <laughs> I believe that we as human beings have become how can I say, cocky. We've thought that we could continue living the way that we've been living forever. But that's not true. I think we, as human beings, need a reality check to kind of remember how simple things can be and how low things can get. (laughs) And that reminds me of a specific scene in what I think was the movie Leonardo should have won his Oscar for, Blood Diamond. In Blood Diamond, there's an African man who loses his son to child soldiers. Because of this, he ends up working in a slave mine, mining diamonds. At one point, he is accused of stealing a diamond from the mine that he works in. Dijmon Hinosu <laughs> does such an excellent job of showing us how low a person can get and how one can have his reality checked. See, in that prison, he is naked. The slaves are not allowed to wear clothes. So when the soldier comes and accuses him of stealing the diamond, he looks right into camera and says, Where is it? Where is the diamond? Where is it? He's saying, how on this naked body could I possibly hide a diamond? Where is it? So I have a... Yes. Hi. Uh, uh, second year security council. Of course. Of course. Uh, it's a... Yes, I know it's a one-year security council program. I'm aware. It's okay. It's okay. 
Um, so obviously, I'm not sure where you were going with that exactly, but there, mm-hmm. there's a rising water level every year. Every year, the water goes up higher, and cities are getting submerged. If you would have let me get there, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dijon <laughs> is us. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Dijon is us. And if we don't change the way that we live now, someone's going to look at us and say, where's that water? And we're going to look back and say, where is it? (laughs) Where is the water? (laughs) Because we are naked, we are ashamed, and we are left with nothing. So what if we just have that reality check while our clothes are still on? While we still have water running. Damn. I don't know. You tell me, two-year security council member. <laughs> what, if it, what, what country are you from? <laughs> <laughs> what country are you from? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> oh, man, that was so I don't funny. know if that's how you say his name. I, don't, I really don't think it is. I think Jimon Hunsu. I thought it was. Yeah. Di- I, I thought it was Digimon. <laughs> no, it's definitely not, not Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> Leonardo Digimon. That's Leonardo Isn't it Digimon. Like- <laughs> you think we're trying to figure out how to pronounce DiCaprio? That's right. <laughs> no. And you think I think that it's Digimon? We're talking about the actor that plays. Uh, the I think token it's Jaiman. African role in every Jaiman Hansu. Jaiman Hansu, right? Yeah, I think it. I think you said it right. Okay. Of yeah. Guardians in the Galaxy. I think so. He is in Guardians of the right. Galaxy. Jaiman Hansu. Okay. Simon Hansu, according uh, to that mom, be quiet. <laughs> oh, your mom is a very young girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I have, I also probably shouldn't have said that sentence out loud. <laughs> Everyone should. <laughs> you sound like my dad. <laughs> you sound very proud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James just does that when he meets people's parents. Oh, your mom's a very young woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Drew. Can you check? Oh, sorry, DJ Blue. <laughs> there it is. Uh, can you check? Is that's him in Blue, Blood Diamond, right? I'm not yeah. crazy. Okay. Uh, that's definitely him. Okay. Yeah, Edgar. What are you trying to say? Hey, man, it could have been Jamie Fox. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Jamie Fox. Could've Jamie Fox. Yeah, it is him. Okay, playing Solomon Vandy. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I remember seeing that movie in the theaters with my mom, and my father and the whole time my mom would not stop complaining about how loud (laughs) the machine guns were (laughs) and she just turned to me and be like they should turn the volume down when the machine guns (laughs) are going up just someone like Like someone at the knob yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah Oh man, uh, guys, that was that was so fun. The, the hypothetical situation, you guys killed it. That was a blast. Well, you, you. you guys worked really hard. We worked really hard. You're working really hard at home right now. <laughs> probably listening to this, smoking weed, doing surgery. Yeah. So let's just everybody go ahead and take a little blaze break, shall we? Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. Hey, thanks so much, Stoners, for listening to I'm Too Effing High. Um, You know, you might be wondering, where do we get our weed? Well, that's a great question. We get our weed from uh, this really great dispensary called the Green Valley Collective in North Hollywood. Uh, It's on Magnolia. 
Uh, they're friends of the podcast, and you could get 10% off of anything that you get there uh, with as long as you say, I'm too effing high. And yeah, they, they give us a lot of the strains that we use, and we talk about it at the beginning of the, the episode. Those, those all come from there. And uh, it's a pretty great place, a lot of really great deals, and of course, the bud is great. So check them out and tell them I'm too effing high sent you. Now back to your regularly scheduled drug show. Um, awesome. Oh man, what a good blaze break. Um, so uh, let's jump back into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Shall we do it? Uh, this next segment is called Baked Night Talk Show. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy how Questlove hit that bong yeah. in between each yeah. riff. Yeah. 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 He truly, he's good. He's truly so talented. Really, really Just good. Truly so talented, um, and we really appreciate him being here. I mean, I did pay forty thousand dollars <laughs> plus the extra five hundred plus the extra five hundred, which um, that put me over, man. That five hundred. <laughs> Got nowhere to stay tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bake Night Talk Show is um, uh, basically we're all high and we're going to do a late night talk show. I'm going to be the host. DJ Blue Dream is going to be the co-host. You guys are going to be my guests. And um, I'm going to introduce you guys as um, certain people with a certain name. Mm. Um, Okay. And uh, you're going to use that to, um, you know, influence what happens next. Okay. Make sense? Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> great. Uh DJ Blue Dream, can we get maybe some sort of exciting music? Should we get that back on the, uh, the theme song? <laughs> I'll get our theme song in and fade it out. Yeah, that'd be great. James Mastriani. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks so much for making so much noise when I came out. Uh, my name is James Mastriani, and um, I'm the host here of uh, the Big Night Show. And boy, have we got a great show for you tonight. Great, great show for you tonight. Uh, but please welcome my co-host here, DJ Blue Dream. How you doing, DJ Blue Dream? Oh, good. Good to see you, James. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good to see you too, man. Oh. Good to see you too. <laughs> um, so let's get to, uh, we've got we've got two amazing guests tonight. Um these guys are two of the biggest musicians in the world, and we are so excited to have them on the show. Uh, please welcome DiCaprio, Leonardo, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Your shit is the chronic, cause I could tell by the way you roll it up. Make a plan, wanna smoke it up. Slow down, but we choke it up. Say 
Ah, welcome, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my pleasure, man. Yet yeah, you guys, your voices are as deep in person as they are on the album. Thank, thank you, oh, thank yeah. you very much. No guys. false advertising here. No. Wow, what a we both have very deep voices. Yeah, we actually pitch it up in the studio. Mm. It's like a growl. It's like uh, it's so fucking masculine. Thank you. Yeah, we are good for mad. you guys. Yeah, so that's right. low. My water glass is rattling, baby. Oh, oh Jesus mm. Christ! <laughs> that's actually the the sell of our music. Is that yeah. our voices are so masculine, but our music is extremely feminine. It's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and that that's very true. That's very true. And I'd love to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, now you're Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh, then you're LiCaprio? I'm LiCaprio, that's correct. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, Leonardo, you know, um, uh, talk to me a little bit more about, you know, the idea of, like, so much of the, the, the femininity in your, in your music um, and, and how you use that to juxtapose the deepest voice anybody's ever heard. Well, it's, uh, it's kind of a throwback to... Uh David Bowie and uh, yeah. uh, Queen and what they did. But yeah. we wanted to make it even girlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just dressed that way, but they didn't sing that way. Right. You know? We Will Rock You still a very tough song. It is. It is, absolutely. So we decided what if we just did a song that 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 embraced that feminine thing right. with these really deep voices. I love mm. that. So I love that. That's great. So and and LiCaprio, um, <clears throat> Now, I understand that your voice wasn't always as deep as Leonardo's, uh, and no. there's there's rumors out there, um, and, and maybe you want to address them, uh, but there's rumors out there claiming that um, you've uh, punched yourself in the trachea over and over again in order to to damage the vocal cords until they got gruffer and gruffer. Is, is, is that true? Uh, well, I didn't think I was going to come on a talk show and get gotcha but... Uh... No, I would like to speak to those rumors. Right. It's uh, just empirically false. I've okay. never punched myself or anyone in right. the trachea, ever, so I wouldn't even know, one, how to do it, two, where to do it, really. I have an idea of where it is. Okay. Well, just so you know, LeCaprio, I think, I think it's a little naive to think that when this is the biggest story in the world <laughs> right now, it's on the front page of every newspaper it that is. you punched yourself in the trachea that I, that I wouldn't bring up the question, to be, to be honest. I think that's naive. It's, it's kind of, we didn't practice it, is what he's upset about, is that we um, ran through all these topics, yeah, and then we didn't think to run through the number one story. No, but you know what? So. Yeah, it's in the newspapers, it's on the news, but you know what? There isn't uh, any uh, photo or video evidence of me punching myself in the throat. Catch me, if you can. <laughs> yeah. It's a good movie. <laughs> What? Catch me if you can. Never seen it. Um, okay, so, um, you know, going back to your last album, um, I, I just want to talk about some of the more controversial lyrics mm-hmm. that you had in your last album. We, we, were, ready, pra- we were ready for we, this. We, we were ready for this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great. Um, so, uh, I mean... Do you know exactly what lyrics I'm talking about? Because there's been a lot of them. How about, uh, we'll think of which one we think that you think. Okay. You say it, and then we'll let you know if it was what we were thinking. Yeah. Okay, so we're all going to say it at the same time. <laughs> yes. No, yes. no. No. You're going to say it, Okay. and then we'll let you know if that was the lyric that And we then we'll thinking. say it together after you say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Great. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, there was the, um, I mean, part of what is making you guys so controversial is both of you guys are um, huge supporters of Steve Bannon. Mm. Um, yep. 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 Not Donald Trump. No, 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 no. 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 President no, Bannon. No. President no. Bannon. Donald Trump is not a legitimate president. No. And you guys, one of your lyrics um, replaced the story of Jesus Christ in, in the Bible mm. and the story of him being crucified. And, and you changed, you told the exact story, but you just made it Steve Bannon. <laughs> And that's not wrong. I no, just want no, to go no, on no. record yeah, saying yeah. that's not wrong. Yeah. Right. Is okay. that the Christ stories used to sell good heroes. And right. actually, if you listen Neo, to the song, yeah, that's right. Superman. Aslan yeah. from uh, uh, the Lion, Lion, the Witch, Witch and, and the Wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. Another Steve Bannon favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. we kept the story the same, but we mm. didn't. Steve Bannon does not meet the same fate. No. Jesus still gets crucified in our story, but we just then meet a guy named Steve Bannon. Like, this guy seems amazing. Oh. He can't get, we, we can't crucify. That's, we no. wanted all the same exact specifics to the Jesus right. story, yeah. but we just couldn't do the crucifixion. No. Right. He's to too be good. Clear, this is the 19 minute song, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, really? it's, it's our like concept album. It's yeah. all the whole song. It's like it's one. The whole album. Okay. Is one track. Well, tell me. So, so then, what is what is your favorite? What is your favorite couplet from that song? What's your favorite? You know, it's got to be about his cute little face. It definitely is about his cute little face, <laughs> and uh, how he's a really smart man. We say, turn water into wine. Right. Easy when your smile has such a shine. Yeah. 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 That. See that both See, that addresses one, the that, Jesus point. That one made me sick. <laughs> and how? It made me sick. I'm how? sorry. Listen. What do you mean? How? You can be a racist. Yeah. You can be uh, an elitist, but mm. you can still have a good fucking smile. Okay. Those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I think smiles are on the inside. That's fair. Yeah. Steve Bannon does too, but those outsides better be white. Yeah. 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 If you're. Oh, that's my favorite part about Steve Bannon. Honestly. Oh. Uh, he says, what does he say? That's what we sing about in our song, too. He says, uh, white is right, good night, good night. That's what we say. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's the end of the song. The it goes of- on for 15 minutes. Don't even know why I've had you. I don't even know why I had you on this show. Because you agree deep inside. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Cut. Cut the cameras. You Thank up. you for cutting the cameras. That was getting tiresome. Oh, my voice is so harsh from speaking so deeply. <laughs> Ah, uh, Bake Night Talk Show. Oh, man, that was fun. <laughs> um, we had a Mexican standoff there with racism. Yeah. It's like, who's going to pull? Gonna, uh, gonna, no, no, someone no. has to say Oh, it. man. Uh, I just call it a standoff. <laughs> I just call it a standoff. I just call it a standoff? Yeah. I just call it a Mexican. <laughs> Um, awesome. That was super fun, you guys. That was a blast. Uh, before we get to our last segment here, let's just check in with DJ Blue Dream and the Good Vibe Minute. Good vibes. Uh, not bad vibes. Good vibes. Bad vibes. Get out of here. Good vibes. Good vibes. DJ Blue Dream's Good Vibes Minute. All right. Uh, so if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I just always share something that gives you good vibes for a minute because you're high. Yeah. Um, this is some of you. I bet some of you have seen this, but um, there's a 1977 documentary slash docudrama is what they call it because there's parts of it that are reenacted, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and his first like starring role. It's about him preparing for the 1976 Mr. Olympia, 
uh, which mm. is a, the biggest bodybuilding contest in the world. It's called mm. Pumping Iron, and it's fantastic. It's one yeah. of the best documentaries. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. This is just a very famous clip of him talking about the pump in the gym and how the, 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 pump. the pump affects him. So it, you, there's just clips of him working I out his biceps. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Here it is. He's just in a gym, fucking looking swole. The greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in a gym is the pump. <laughs> Let's say you train your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, It's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into, into your muscle. It just blows up, and it feels different. It, it feels fantastic. <laughs> It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is, you know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. It's terrific, right? (laughs) So, you know, I'm in heaven. Arnie sounds like a little virgin. <clears throat> yeah. I'm coming in the gym. I'm coming at home. I'm coming back to yeah. oh. Why do they do it with the soundtrack to Taxi Driver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I was I was starting to believe him, and I was like, well, what, Arnold, really? Come on, buddy. He sounds like he's got a, he's not doing it right. <laughs> or he's really good or at working, working out. Not, so not doing what right? Which, uh, which one? Coming. Uh, coming. <laughs> oh, got you. Got you. <laughs> Um, coming backstage, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of like you're telling Arnold Schwarzenegger you to don't come better. Yeah. Mm. Um, awesome. That was great. That was great. That was a good vibe. That was a good vibe. That was- yeah. Let's jump to our uh, final segment, you guys. Let's this is called the Weeded Scenes. All my weed is gone. All my weed is gone. All my, all my, all my, all my, all my weed is gone. This scene has been deweeded. <laughs> Uh, deleted scenes is uh, basically where um, you guys are going to act out uh, a scene that is uh, a deleted scene from a movie, basically. And I'm going to give you what that scene is. Make sense? Yes. Awesome. So, um, have both of you guys seen the film The Departed? Oh, of yes. course. Yeah, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, so. One thing a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, Martin Scorsese in that film, he took a real risk um, and decided to try something a little bit different and had a moment where um, in the movie where uh, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio have a uh, Freaky Friday moment Mm -hmm. and they switch bodies Mm -hmm. and then they get confused as to who's the mobster pretending to be a cop and who's the cop pretending to be a mobster. Yes. Uh, And this is a very famous deleted scene from the vault of famous deleted scenes Mm -hmm. uh, that is locked inside the Hollywood sign. Uh, So Um, we'll be presenting that now to the audience and then we'll we'll play a clip from that scene. That is correct, audience. And so, um, again, this is the deleted scene from The Departed. Where after Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters do a Freaky Friday and switch bodies, they're not sure which one is the actual cop 
pretending to be a mobster and which one is an actual mobster pretending to be a cop? Please turn off your cell phones. Was that was that electricity right there? I don't know. I feel different though. I feel different though. Hey. Hey. Who are you? Who are you? I'm I'm me, I think. If you're I, you and I'm me, Everything should be fine. Everything should be yeah. fine, right? right. Uh, I'm going right. to wash my hands and then yeah, kind of look up wash my hands, too. Wait a minute. I'm in a cop uniform. <laughs> and I'm in an undercover cop uniform. <laughs> wait, you're an undercover cop? <laughs> no, wait. Uh, wait. Okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Let's see if I got this right. Yeah, you go for it. Bathroom truce. Mm-hmm. Because I know we're at odds Oh, we're definitely at odds. But I call a truce in this bathroom. Oh, yeah. Let's, anything, let's, that stays, anything that happens in here stays in here listen, for right now. we grabbed each other because we were beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then some weird electricity okay. shit We can't happened. let this affect the rest of anything that we're we'll doing. We'll get back to the fight. Okay. <laughs> let's just get yeah. to this. Okay. So, mm-hmm. if we switched. If. I, well, I, I was. I, I, was a, I was a, I'll say I was a mobster pretending to be a cop. Okay. 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 I want to say I'm a cop pretending to be. I'm Wait. A, I'm a cop who's a. Mm. <laughs> I'm a. Because if you, yeah, you were wearing a cop. You were surprised you were I'm, wearing a cop. I'm pretty uniform. sure I'm a cop. So you were a, you were a mobster pretending to be a cop. Uh, I was a cop pretending, pretending to be a mobster. Be a mobster. So. Mm. Oh, hold on. it's my pager. I better get to a payphone. Yeah, please do. All right. There's one right outside. Okay. <laughs> oh, do you got any change? <laughs> hold on. Your page is going off, pal. This must be important. It says nine one one. Here, I got a question for you. Does your girlfriend look like Vera Farmiga? <laughs> Vera, Vera Farmiga? Yeah. Does your girlfriend look like Vera Farmiga? No, yours does. <laughs> Are you fucking anybody that looks like Vera Farmiga? Yes. Okay. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> Yeah, some I, oh yeah, let me call that number back. Hold you up. had a cell phone this whole time. <laughs> I have both. It rang my pager. They okay, didn't call me. All right, all right. Hello. Yeah. What do you know? Oh, it's me, your boss. What do you know? Oh, um, can I put you on speakerphone real quick? Yeah. Or wait, can I put you on hold for one second? <laughs> yeah, but put me on speakerphone too. Okay. Put him on hold and speakerphone. It's your boss. Wait. But isn't he... Right now, he's my boss. Yes, yes. What do I tell Hold him? Hold on, I'm getting a page. I'm getting a page. I'm going to call this one immediately. Okay. Hello? Hi, it's me, Frank Costigan, played by Jack Nicholson. Um, who's this other boss you guys are talking to? We don't know. <laughs> Can I put you on speaker and yeah, then Which put one you on of hold? us is the boss, though? Hold on, let oh. me put you on speaker, and now I'm putting you on hold. <laughs> Okay, you're off hold now and on speaker. Who are you? Who are you guys to each other? <laughs> you don't know who I am? Uh, uh, I, I told mean, I you do. I'm the boss. Uh, it's Tony Danza. <laughs> oh, oh, Tony. Tony. And wait, so that must mean on the other phone, it's Bruce Springsteen. Oh, uh, is it Bruce Springsteen? No, it's Ricky Ross. <laughs> and let's just, oh, pause, let's just pause this here for a moment. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so to me, I felt like 
when Tony Danza showed up. Yes. Yeah. I can see why that scene was deleted. Um, it actually brought me right back into the movie. Did it? Yeah. Interesting. When Tony Danza was... Yeah, because I was like, there's right. no one I recognize in this movie. Where's mm. Where's my 70s sitcom star? Tony, baby, he's back. Right. I didn't like the scene because there was no Rolling Stones in it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. if it was truly a mm. real, authentic Martin Scorsese scene, right. yeah. there would have right. been a Rolling Stones And someone song. eating a New York slice or something. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe That's Tony so Danza funny. had a New York slice in his Pocket, oh yeah, though. we paused. Yeah. It. Well, well, it was set in Boston, so that might have been. Oh, part so of maybe it. he had a bowl of clam oh, chowder. Yeah. I'm still surprised that's the part you guys thought was uh, <laughs> a standout moment. Yeah, it just sh- shocked me. If you if you have a motif, stick with it. Is the clam chowder the New York slice for Boston? I'm sorry. I don't... Oh, good question. Um, I think so. What do people? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Would it be? What do people walk around ha- eating in Boston? <laughs> do they walk around eating something? Um, uh, hmm, Boston hmm. cream pies, maybe those are like little I don't, donuts. I don't think that there is a thing like that for Boston. They don't eat; they, they just drink. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah so they, it's a they're beer. always talking. It's they're always a holding a, yeah. it's a beer. They're a holding beer. A, se- a season one of Cheers on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's what they're walking down yeah, the street. Right. Oh, that's cheers. that's yeah. the that's the New York slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the New York slice. <laughs> yeah, season one of Cheers. Um, man, this was a blast, you guys. Yeah, thanks, oh my God. That was so great. So much fun. Yeah, yeah that was a blast. Uh, you guys have fun? Oh, yeah, that was, that yeah, was Thank fantastic. you so much for having us. How are you feeling right now? You guys still pretty high? Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm less so than from when we started, but now, now here we are. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, Edgar, where can, uh, where can people find you, man? Oh, man. Find me on Instagram at awfulgram. Great. Like the word awful and then Graham. Yeah. And then uh, my Twitter, which is my name, at Ed Gramolk is here. Awesome. It's talking about McDonald's. That's great. And then Monday nights? Monday nights with DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, third Saturday of every month with uh, Arcade Currency. Currency. Upright Citizens Brigade. Yeah. Awesome. How about you, Matt Apodaca? Uh, well, uh, across all social media platforms, I'm at Matt Apodaca. So you can find me pretty easily. Uh you can send me an email uh, <laughs> as well if you want. Uh, and, and and really, guys, I really want you to. Please I'm send really me an email. Please, email. Tell me how please, please send him an email. Uh, Signing him up for a bunch yeah. of subscribers. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Yes. Uh, please I send have, him an email. Uh, I have Venmo. You can Venmo me uh, if you want. Uh, Charge him. Yeah, request money <laughs> no, no, on no. Venmo from him. I forgot that Venmo, Venmo's like Aloha. And I mean, put cuckolding on it. <laughs> no. Charge him 100 and put cuckolding No, don't every charge time. me. No. <laughs> uh, wow. I guess it... I, I figured I'd always ruin my own life. <laughs> I figured I'd always ruin my own life. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Matt Apodoc. <laughs> oh, what a perfect... Yep, there it is. Uh, you can find us on at I'm Too Effing High on Twitter as well as Instagram. Uh, New episodes, again, every single Tuesday. And um, thank you so much for listening. And stay too effing high, everybody. Bye.